Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel-obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm in a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing That Leads podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing your website. And we're going to be looking at how to optimize your website into a traffic and sales machine. So if you currently have a website and you're wondering, okay, I know that I need to send traffic to it, but what does this traffic even do? And when the traffic comes, how can I optimize my website to make sure that people are being sent to my lead magnets, being sent to your offers, your content that you have on your website, and so on and so forth. So that is what today's episode is going to be all about. So when it comes to websites, small tweaks can make the world of difference. It can, something as simple as cleaning up your menu as cleaning up maybe some of the pages on your website or or how or the flow of your website can make a really big difference in how people consume your content and if they decide to invest in your products and your services. So whether you are currently repurposing your content to a blog or maybe you are publishing show notes on your on your website or maybe you embed your YouTube videos on your website currently, you need to make sure that if you are wanting to send traffic to your website, that it actually is doing something for you because otherwise that is a huge waste of space. Your website is like your home base for your business. It is one of the most valuable things that you own as a business owner. You do not own your social media. You do not even own Pinterest. You don't own basically anything except your email list and also your website. And so your website should actually be one of the biggest things that you make sure is optimized and make sure that it is really up to date and clean and cut so that if your ideal client visits your website, they take action and that could mean a bunch of different things they read your content like read your blog they click on the links to your lead magnets they go to your shop they purchase something they fill out an application to work with you whatever that is for your business so i have seven different things written down here and i highly recommend if you are currently walking and listening to me hey i hope your walk's going good if you are currently washing the dishes I have something where you can take notes. So maybe just like get out your notepad if you are sitting down somewhere or if you're walking, make sure that you have the notes app open on your phone so that you can take note of these seven things that I'm going to be going through. And these seven things I want you to put as a checklist in your project management system and make sure that you take action on them because that's the only way that you're actually going to be able to optimize your website 
and actually make a big difference. All right, let's just get straight into it. So number one, you should make sure that you have an overall blog page where all of your blog posts are situated so that someone can decide which piece of content to, to dig into. If you have a, a podcast, if you have a YouTube channel, you should make sure that each of those have their own page. For example, it could be like anisadykstra.com slash your podcast or anisadykstra.com slash blog. You want to make sure that if someone comes to your website and they're not sure which specific piece of content to dig into, that they can be taken to a page where they can see all of your content or maybe it's your most recent uh, five blog posts or um, five podcast episodes and they can decide what to take action on. And you should make sure that each of these pages has its own spotlight in your menu. So having a menu at the top of your website that has blog, that has podcast, that has YouTube or video or whatever that is for your business. You want this to be front and center. Uh, so often I have been digging around on, on business owners' websites and I can tell that they haven't updated their website in years because I know that they have a podcast, I've listened to it, but I cannot find it on their website anywhere. And that is such a waste, right? Because you will be getting traffic to your website. And what if someone doesn't know that you have a podcast or that you have a blog and they are going to a website and they're thinking, mm, I don't think that she has anything valuable to teach me. I'm moving on. When in fact, you could have captured that person and maybe that person was your ideal client who invests in your products and services for the next year. You've lost thousands, potentially, of dollars just because you didn't promote the content that is super valuable to them. So make sure that if you do have a blog, you have that on your menu. If you do have a podcast, have that on your menu, please. And not only your menu in, in multiple different places, but your menu is really important. All right, number two is easy navigation. So when someone visits your website, they should know where to go next, or there should be somewhere where they can go to next. You don't want to build your website and your pages and your content like it's a one-way street. You want to have connecting roads, and I like to describe this as a spider web. Like every page on your website and every piece of content should be connected to another. Make it really easy for your ideal client to navigate to what they want to know about next or want to purchase next. And this is actually a really big thing when it comes to SEO. So Google will actually take this into account when ranking your content on Google. So if your website is not easy to navigate and it is kind of clunky, then they're going to take that into account and your content will not show up in Google. How crazy is that? So this should be another thing that you should spend some time. Either you can do this yourself, so pretend that you are an ideal customer and you're coming to your website for the first time, um, see where you go, see what stands out to you, see what doesn't, 
and where you naturally are led to. Quite often, we are too close to our businesses. And this is when I would actually recommend having either your VA or a friend go to your website and pretend they have never been there before and actually dig around and navigate to different pages from different content and vice versa and just go through your website and get them to describe what that was like, if it was easy to navigate to your podcast, to your blog content, to your offers, to your sales pages. Is it easy to go back from a sales page to the main part of your website? Like, What does that look like for them? And get them to take some notes because from there, you will be able to see any kind of one-way roads and maybe bits of content that don't lead anywhere. So number two, easy to navigate. It's a really big thing when it comes to optimization. Number three is multiple call to actions. So whenever I teach a boot camp, I quite often do podcast to blog boot camps. Um, and maybe you have just attended our last one, which is really exciting. If you did, let me know on Instagram how you liked it. But when I am describing websites and call to actions within blog content, quite often people are surprised that I tell them that you should be putting more than one call to action in your blog post. Multiple CTAs in your blog post. You should have them at the top, the middle, the end, and more. Because quite often someone will digest different information differently. So for example, you could have a call to action that's like a block in your content, in your blog post. You could have a call to action that's part of the text that's like bolded a little bit. You could have a call to action on your sidebar. You could have a call to action in your menu. There are multiple different ways to digest these. And so I really recommend that you have multiple throughout your different pages, throughout your blog posts, because that's how you actually get people to take action. Number four, make sure that you have a fast loading website. So Google actually wants your website to load in under three seconds. If it doesn't, or if it takes more than three seconds, then you're going to have a hard time ranking on Google because that is one of the things that they look at when deciding to rank your content or not. There are a bunch of different websites that you can check this on. If you just go to Google and you put in website speed test, you'll be able to find multiple. But I really recommend that you test your homepage. You also test a random blog post or a podcast show notes page. Uh, and then you test something like your About Me page or your Work With Me page, or if you have a shop, maybe your shop page, test at least three different URLs and see what the average is. If it's over three seconds, you need to look at how to make your website even faster. There are lots of different ways that you can do that. That is a whole nother episode, but I want to make sure that you're aware that your website should be fast loading. Okay, so number five, in order to optimize your website, you should be consistently bringing traffic to it because this tells Google that your website is helpful, that it's useful, that people like being there. And if you're not sending traffic to your website, that's kind of like a red flag. It's kind of like if there is a restaurant in your local area and every time you walk past, no one is eating, like there's no customers. And you're like, mm, I don't think I'm ever going to go there because that's a red flag. 
that's exactly your website when you don't send traffic to it. So make sure that you are sending traffic. It could be a little and often. It could be a lot and often. It doesn't matter. Just keep sending traffic there. So make sure that your content is leading to your website, like giving people that call to action, like go and download this, go to my website, talking about it a lot in your content, using blog content, um, also using Pinterest is a really great traffic driver as well. YouTube, podcasting, making sure that when you are doing a podcast episode that you're telling people, go to my website or download this, the link is in the show notes like getting people to go and visit your website because again it's one of the most valuable things that you own but also it gives Google this green light that people are going to a website they're digesting it and it is valuable for people and that's why they should rank your content higher in the search engine and this helps with optimization of your website and your content so make sure that you are bringing traffic this obviously helps with sales as well the more eyeballs on your sales pages that are hosted on your website, that is going to be a bigger chance that people are going to invest and you're going to make more money at the end of the day. So that's a win. Number six, the second to last step that I have is make it easy for someone to purchase. So make sure that you have your sales pages on your website. I was on a website the other day where I know they have courses and I know that they have products, but none of them were on their website. Their website was just kind of left for dead. And that is such a shame because if I came across their website from Pinterest or Google or Instagram, and I don't see a way that I can invest in their products and services, then I'm clicking right out. I might unfollow them. I don't see them as I'm a person who is going to help me and to make it really easy for someone to purchase, have a shop page on your website, have your courses and your products and your services on the front page of your website. Make it easy for people to invest in your business. And the last point that I have here is clear and easy URLs. So this is something that you may not think about, but it is really important. What I mean by this is if you create a blog post, you don't want the URL of that blog post to be the whole title of that blog post. For example, let's pretend that I wrote a blog post on the best Pinterest boards to have. So my URL would look something like www.anitadykstra.com slash best dash Pinterest dash boards. I'm going to use the keyword in the URL, not the whole headline of the blog post. You want to think about this when you are creating sales pages. You want to think about this when you're creating just normal pages on your website, like about me, contact, that sort of thing. Make the URL really easy and simple and just a few words. You don't need your URL to be an entire sentence, okay? Make it really easy because if your website is easy to remember, uh, unfortunately, my name is not easy to remember, Anissa Dijkstra. Thank you for the Dutch side of my family giving me such a difficult last name. But if people remember your website, they would probably remember your URLs as well. So for example, like amyporterfield.com uh, slash blog. 
Like I'm, I can just type that into my search bar and go right to that page, right? So that's what I mean by having clear and easy URLs so that people remember them and it makes them really easy to come back to your website. So those are my seven tips to make sure that your website is optimized into a traffic and sales machine and that you're making sure that you are making the most of any traffic that comes across your website. And this is a huge plus, a huge green light for Google to rank your content. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you loved it, make sure you connect with me on Instagram and visit my website. I have tons of free resources that you can dig into. I have courses that you can come join if you want to learn more about how to send evergreen traffic on autopilot to your website and content. And if you want to dig into those courses, then I will leave the link to all of those below. And I will speak to you in the next episode. Bye.